Welcome to the Healers Rising podcast by Caitlin Diana and the Magic Beyond Boundaries team, where we explore what it means to be a lightworker, starseed, and multidimensional being, so you can live a life full of magic, expansion, and play, because we are, right now, creating the world we want to see. think this is relevant to everybody yeah 100% you know when when you're in any kind of situation regardless of whether that is with a relationship or a job or whatever and you've got too many options running it's really difficult to get clear on one and you will find yourself just getting kind of hold apart and like things don't want to work for you and it'll be kind of exhausting sometimes um and so like the first part of this experience you know it doesn't matter how much work you've done um you you don't get to control how you feel with the triggers immediately but you do get to control as soon as you recognize them how you want to move with them forward and on Friday, when things kicked up with that wildfire, and I mean, you guys can go look it up. It's really interesting. It's the White Rock Lake wildfire. It's the biggest one I think in BC right now, or at least the biggest like threatening beast. When things kicked up with that, like where our subdivision is, there were literally like flaming bark chips and pine cones coming from across the lake into our area. And I mean, the area had, we had like 14 fire engines in there. There were police officers and things everywhere. There were roadblocks. So nobody could come into the neighborhood unless you lived there. Um, We had two forest fighting crews that were stationed in different parts of the neighborhood and then all the way along the road, because there's only one road in and out. Like if there's an emergency on that road, like you're going down to the lake and you're either swimming or somebody's picking you up in a boat, you hope, right? Um, And you know, when we, when we talked to the firefighters and we talked to the police, they were kind of like, we're concerned. We're not concerned, but we're concerned. Like read this however you want. Cause we can't give you advice. Cause if we do reliable kind of thing. And, um, I couldn't control my energy. I went into complete fight or flight. Like you guys should see the outfits I packed. <laughs> Yeah. And I can attest, same thing happened to me when, when we had a fire in my area just a couple of weeks ago, same thing. It's like you, your intuition turns off. You have no access to the wider picture. You're in survival mode. Totally, totally in survival mode. And so what I looked at in that moment is I said, do I need to be the intuitive Caitlin right now? Or do I need to be the human Caitlin who knows how to get herself out of this situation with her family and her pets? And when I, When I tested into all that, even though I know that fire is there for a greater purpose, even though like literally was it the night before I was channeling that whole thing to you? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Cause I did the live energy update with Colby that day. Right. Colby. Um, I just come out of that, like crazy. I knew exactly what that fire was going to do. And it's following the exact patterns. It's following the exact patterns. Even though I know what it's going to do, my human took over because of the imminent threat, like right there and having like the pressure of all the people around me and everybody else's energy. And then, Oh Lord, help me reading the comments on Facebook. Like that was, that was a bad decision. Don't recommend when you're in stress, fight or flight, like don't do that. Um, and I didn't once have a thought of, 
oh, I'm not good enough, or I'm not who I say I'm going to be, or any of that. Like, I really looked at that whole, where we need to play the different masks and dualities, and where we need to go into those spaces where it truly is self-preservation for a minute. And self-preservation at that time for me, which was super interesting, wasn't so much about the imminent threat to like my body or my life or my kids' lives or my pet lives. That's not what it was. Self-preservation was, I know I have a whole community going. I know we're in launch season because we're about to do the Starseed Accelerator. I know I have a whole team that's in flux. And I knew that staying right in that space when, you know, there's fire engines literally roaring down the thing, like every two seconds, putting out spot fires, I couldn't hold my field together to hold the greater vision. And that is what I struggled with was why can't I hold this greater field and hold this humanness? Because I know what's going to happen with this fire. Why can't I do both at the same time? And that, that trajectory, having both of those things open of like, I can figure this out. I can figure this out. I can ground. I can, I can just like be a part of the fire. I can, I can figure out how to work with all the energy, put them out, like turn off the empathy and then being like, but wait, you have a way bigger mission at this time that requires all of you. Like I tested out the trajectories and the one that was going to create the most and get me to a place where I could hold the entire thing together was the one where we got out ahead of the chaos. And so we did. And I mean, when we left that hillside that night, like we couldn't barely see down the hill with the amount of smoke, you could see just the flames ripping on the other side of the lake. There was like ash and bark. And like one of my friends had an entire stick come through the air that was on fire, like inland on her driveway. Like, thank God it wasn't on her dry grass. I mean, it was chaotic, you guys, like chaotic. Um, And when I got back to Edmonton, which is super interesting because, I mean, this is my old stomping grounds. Grew up here. I've been here my entire life. When I got back here, it was so interesting because it was like I could breathe and it was all familiar. It was like I am completely safe and held. I know the energy. I know what to do. Like I can go to work mode. And I can still track the fire and go into channel mode now. And I can still hold the fort. Like, it's like, I can hold the entire thing now that I'm not right beside it. Um, So that's the only part, like personally, I've grappled with why I can't sit in the face of danger, right? With the fire at my doorstep. It's like setting yourself up for failure by staying in that situation because your human body is having a hormonal surge and reaction to the danger around you, the situation, regardless of the fact that you knew intuitively that your house was going to be okay. Like we don't technically know that until it passes. Right. But you got that message before this all kind of came down that it was going to be okay. But when, when the fire is getting closer, (laughs) your body has its own way of dealing with it. It was the same situation for me. And that was really like Caitlin asked me in that situation when I was like, I was like, I know my house is going to be fine. It's not that I'm concerned about my house. It's the having to be like ready to leave at a moment's notice and the stress response that my body is in right now that I can't, like, I can't work in this mode. You can't think, you can't process, you can't forward plan. You can't do any of that. You're just in the here and now and the, how do I keep myself safe? So in that moment, I was like, this is not conducive to our greater goals. I need to remove myself from the situation. So I went to Caitlin's for a week and I was able to get a lot of work done, but it's Mm -hmm. because I didn't try to force myself to, you know, 
keep doing what I've been doing in a completely different environment than what I had originally set up for myself. Right. And you can't come in a, like come alive in an environment where your body is not sure if it's going to survive or be okay. Like my mind knew I was going to be fine. My body could not take the message and translate it through the different levels. And I think that so many of us, like, if you want to take this down to different levels, so many of us are trying to get things done, but we're keeping ourselves in harm's way in different relationships, in places that we live. You know, I think we really need to consider how we subject ourselves to certain frequencies and energies all the time that limit us from actually going into that growth and productivity mode. Because when you stay there past this expiry date, when your body is constantly in fight or flight, it literally shuts off majority of your lenses. Like I could not access you guys, any of my 678. I couldn't get any of it. Mm-hmm. Couldn't channel, couldn't contact. Like I had to message like Violet and Sam and Faith all the inner circle and just say, you guys, I need a read, read on the energy right now. Like, and we, I just had to get them to talk me through it because the only thing I could hear was the four and 3d nature of it. What does my body need? What does my body need? What do my emotions need? That's it. And so, you know, I would really love for you guys, you know, if we're going to life lesson this, look at the different ways that you guys have yourself in your environments, you know, is it a space that you've given yourself that you can be nurtured and you can grow and you are safe and your body knows you're safe. Because a lot of us, when we're trying to do those big things, you know, when we have something we want to put out in the world, but we haven't given ourselves the environment that is conducive to that growth, it's so inhibiting and you can be fighting that uphill battle and feel like you're getting nowhere. So, and, then and, maybe, I, and I get it, taking another leap is hard too, right? Yeah. But you're also then in that state of making yourself wrong for not being able to flourish in that environment when that's not where you're meant to flourish. Yes, there are some flowers that can grow out of mud, but that's not humans, you guys. You're not a mud flower, okay? You're a person who needs are not a lotus. Yeah, you need to have certain things, physiological, you know, emotional support to get you to that higher reaching space. You know, it's it's not required of you to live in a situation that is damaging to your psyche and to your human body and to also like you know, create these massive goals for yourself to hit. Like that's just not gonna, it's just not gonna work. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, and I always find like the things I go through for better, or for worse, always end up being something to translate and bring back to you guys. And it, it tends to hit on different levels, different layers for everybody, but you know, Colby said me and the vape. Yeah. Colby and I had a big discussion about that on Friday and what it's doing to his body. And he now knows like the decision he's making by continuing or not continuing. And it can be the same with sabotaging yourself by, you know, food. It can be the same, not moving, like you're creating an environment where your body can't thrive. And so we can take it so far into a molecular level and so far out to these existential vibrations that we can't quantify, but it's, is your body actually safe to fly? Because if it's not, it's going to shut something down, right? The other thing that I've really, Violet and I were just talking about this for a minute before we get on to, that is really super interesting. And let me know if you guys have felt this since yesterday. It's like, we thought June 21st should have been kind of the entry into this next half of the year. It happened yesterday. It's like the whole chapter book changed. Like we're now onto the sequel. And I'm really noticing how 
part one, it's like, it's done the narratives that were there. It's kind of like, they have to stay in the past. And there's this new piece of like, how are we re excuse me, how, not how are we rewriting, but how are we writing the sequel of what's to come? And we spoke a lot about um, moving forward in faith, dreaming in faith, you know, being in that space where we're truly going, this is what I know is coming. This is what I know. And I believe in manifesting and working from that place on Friday. And now it feels like that opportunity is totally here. And we really have to ride that current all the way through that blind faith is where it comes from. Right. And that blind faith hit me on Thursday night. I'll share a little bit with you guys about what happened to me for me. However, we want to look at that. I haven't shared uh, a lot about it yet, but I think it's kind of relevant. Um, Thursday night before we left, I was tapping into the fire because it was starting to flare up. It was starting to get a little crazy. It was getting a little closer to our community. And I went into just straight channel mode. And um, I had a really interesting experience. First, it started with LA coming into my field. And I've worked with her a ton, especially down the vortexes in Hawaii. Like the last time we left Hawaii, you guys, the earthquake numbers that were there, like were insane, like off the charts to what normally happens. And the time before that, the volcano erupted right after I left. Like, I swear I'm a fire keeper. I like, I'm just saying, blame it on me. Um, anyways, Pele came into my field and she was talking to me about the fire and showing me like making choices. And she's like, you have to direct this. You have to direct this, but you have to know the choices you make are going to affect how you guys rewrite society and the government going forward. And I was just like, what the hell? You know, I was kind of typing it out to Violet as I was going. And she was showing me the opportunity to take that fire and shape it in such a way that it was going to make so many people angry and cry out for help and start going, this cannot happen again. Like she was showing me how we needed to create such a dramatic thing that the narrative literally switched, that the old didn't matter. It was irrelevant to what was going on. And the focus of bringing people back first, bring coming back into the land first had to come back to the forefront. And she said to me, if you steer the fire into no man's land where it doesn't matter, you're not gonna get the changes you need. You guys as a collective, and, you know, me, I was just kind of like a representative at, at a table, if you want to say it that way. But she's like, you guys have, as a collective, have the opportunity to shape this fire and create mass destruction, which will create the most beautiful growth. You need to choose. And I had to sit in it and I had to look at all of the town sites around there and I had to look at the cities and I had to look at the stress and I had to look at the people and make a choice of where to shift the fire. I've never had a vision like that before. It was the most insane, intense like feeling I've ever had in my life. Like I have never had it so clear. And then the second part that came in with that is I was being presented with so many people. And I'm not talking like, you know, just everyday people you meet on the road. I'm talking about congressmen, politicians, rich families, et cetera. And they were coming before me and a council of people. And we, it was like, we were having to make a judgment, let them keep going or take them out. Do, are they changeable? Can they grow or are we cutting this one off? 
it was the craziest thing. Like, and we just had to like quick, yes, no, yes, no. We had to go straight into their full blueprint and look at the highest potential of what that soul had chosen and what they were doing down on this planet and make a judgment call. Do we take them all out with these natural disasters or do we save that one? Do we position this one in safety or do we let them go in the hellfire? Like it was crazy and so representative of everything that's happening on this planet right now. And um, A, I said to this to you guys on Friday, I don't think I will ever be the same again after that event. Like you guys have heard a big shift in my voice and you've heard felt big shift in my energy. Lots of people message me about like the ways the tones are coming through and the downloads and all of this, like people have literally just talked to me over the weekend and they've started activating channeling within 30 seconds. Like, I don't know what happened. I don't know why it happened. I, I can't tell you the end result of it all. I just know things are moving in a really, really big way. Um, and we have to keep that blind faith because there is so much happening underneath the surface that you guys don't have a clue about and the narrative that's happening on the stage is somewhat irrelevant and so the way the players are moving the way the game is going the way the politics are going the way the lockdowns are going it's just players on a stage right now but the undercurrent you have to remember it's already headed and it's already behind things are happening in our favor and so we have to hold that faith we have to hold the highest potential timeline right which means on a very human level, all of you guys getting yourself to safety so you can do that too. And I think that's my big message for you guys this week is what can you do to get yourself to safety where you are grounded, secure, sovereign, so that you can actually be operating at your peak with all lenses wide open and ready to go. It's the same thing we've been saying this whole year about foundations, but it's not about foundations anymore. It's about re what's required. It's about what Caitlin just said, that safety piece. Like, where are you putting yourself in unsafe situations and expecting exceptional results for yourself? And is that actually setting yourself up for success or is it making things much harder for you? Because I'm looking at that in myself. I'm looking at that. It seems to be the narrative for everybody right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think if I was going to give you guys any unsolicited advice, because you didn't ask for it, <laughs> it would be to take a really good look at your environment, at your relationships. Like, are you surrounded by people that lift you up, light you up and constantly ask you to be a bigger, more beautiful, more radiant version of yourself? Or are you hanging out with people who tear you down make you small etc where is that coming from is it a mirror is it something within yourself you need to shift if it's within self shift it if it's you're literally trying to rescue not fun people move yourself out of it like it's like you guys you're you're on a chessboard right now and you can only see the one path in this moment but you don't realize there's six other moves you can make that get you further to the finish line and so a lot of times we just have to pull back, reassess the whole platform and move a different way. And that's really what you guys are going to be finding this week is you're going to want to go A or B. None of those are the right option. There's C, D, E, F, G, and H, and I, right? And, and if you pull yourself all the way back, take yourself to safety, right? Safety within self, safety within environment, even if that's a car ride away from where you are so that you're not right in the energy. I don't, I don't know what everybody's situation is. 
you will see all these other different avenues that you can take that get you one step closer to proverbial home, one step closer to mission, purpose, whatever it is that's coming for you in the next little shift. But you have to be able to step back. Exactly. Go back to zero point, get back to that space where you can truly rebuild and make the path forward. Now, a lot of you guys have been doing a lot of work over the last little while. You've been doing a lot of clearing up your 40 stuff. You've been getting out of those self-sabotaging patterns. You've been taking the time for you. You've been stepping into those meditative practices and really attuning to your body. And all of those things help. And so for some of you, and please don't take what I'm about to say as a bypass, for some of you, you're going to find right away that you don't even have to be a player on the stage with the 4D drama. You can literally remove yourself from the stage. It's like you can just take your avatar and be like, ooh, wrong timeline, and come over here and start just operating at your highest potential. But you can't do that unless you've taken this to safety. Okay. So you guys don't have to keep your avatar on that timeline. And in fact, as soon as you come off of it in all directions, you can't cop out on this one, you guys, as soon as you come off of it in all directions, you can fold everything like that. It's so fast and it's so accelerated now, and it's going to keep getting faster and faster, but on the duality flip of it, it's going to get even more um, heavy to stay in the game. Like if you're staying in the game, you're going to notice it feeling more oppressive, more aggravating, more emotions, more drama. Like you will notice it just getting tighter and tighter and tighter until you feel like you can't breathe. And likely if you keep going that way, you're going to trigger another dark night of soul within yourself. And whether we can say that's right or wrong, good or bad, who knows? Not my life, not my journey. That's up for you to decide. You'll get there eventually anyway, right? But there's an easier way. And it's not a cop-out or selfish to take the easy road right now. In fact, when you say, I can step back and make this easy, you become the invitation for everybody to see that too. When you make it hard, you are saying, I am the way shower for hard. This doesn't have to be hard anymore. And you can literally pull out and move your player. You've got to be willing to let go of the things. Because none of it even really matters anymore. It just doesn't. And anyone who is trying to hold you back, anything you're holding on to to stay in the same situation, you're literally just making it worse for yourself. You can choose at any moment to stop that. Mm -hmm. Safety first. (laughs) It's a huge one. Okay. I feel like today, although it's not a long transmission, it's an important one to just keep short and sweet. So that's really the message I want to leave you guys with today and let you take into your meditative practices, let you take into your journaling. I would really all love for all of you to just consider, what do I need to do to move my player? Like, what is the action I need to take to just go, this can be easy and reset? Because it doesn't have to be hard, but you have to be safe. 